0: What's up, mate?
1: How you
0: doing, sir? Thanks for doing this today. Ah, uh, you're very welcome, mate. How we doing? Sorry, it's been a bit
1: of a drag. Oh, d- fight me. D- of- man, I understand, man. Cheers. Good morning. Uh, good morning, mate. How's everything? Spot on, brother. Honestly, doing excellent. Um, been chatting with a lot of fighters. I started this a month ago, and you know, I chatted with um, you know, one double champ Regian Ursul, glory champ uh, Patch Pat Moran uh olympic boxer danny o'connor is just building and building and contacting as many excellent athletes and uh you know to be able to get a hold of you um i've been watching for a while and you know even uh, last year just like i hope i hope i hope i could maybe one day chat with you so i'm i'm very excited for today thank you sir
0: i appreciate you mate thank you no problem no
1: problem just to give uh, folks a quick background on yourself um i know you know all the way from greenwich hospital eh? and uh You've been, you've been out here, man, you know, ever since your fucking Wednesdays training in the basement of that church, bro. And you know, you've you've been there, man. You've been you've been bouncing around. American Top Team, you know, you met excellent guys. You've been busting your ass. And the one th- and this is the one thing is why I'm the most excited. Is that everyone that you're chatting with, the first thing that they're bringing up is how fucking excellent you're looking, brother. <laughs> thank you so much man
0: yeah i'm a, i'm uh i'm really on my shit right now mate i'm super dialed in um man i've so much experience i've so much behind me you know yeah since that wednesday in the church 18 years ago you know what i mean um and i'm only 33 mate so it's like the experience and everything i've picked up over the years is is crazy and um it's just all kind of piecing together for me now mate you know mm-hmm. and that- and that makes me excited because i'm seeing what i'm turning into and i feel that other people are seeing my work ethic and everything that i'm you know how i'm looking how i'm performing my last performance when i showed up um, and i get to do the same thing next week and you know prove to myself what i'm about and show everyone you know the hard work i'm putting into this
1: and that's yeah. that's one of the things like the your interview after uh, your win your your master class i should say against fish gold um brother your head movement your footwork everything like you you made me like get excited to you know i'm i'm doing a little bit of training on the bag but you got me hyped for just a look at the best of the best to kind of copy their stance and styles and shit man and your movement brother um like you said you're a laser focused, like a fucking video game you can look kind of outside yourself you know you don't you cut your distractions out not fucking around um just building and building and building and And, um, you know, this one thing, like you said, it was it hit me so hard, brother, when when he asked how much that win meant to you. And from the bottom of the fucking depths of your soul, you said priceless. And that that's like that feeling right there, man, that's like winning the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup that like it's equal. It's maxing out that feeling of I fucking did this and not to prove anyone wrong, but to prove yourself and your support right that's it so
0: it's it's for you. it's for me you know that's ups- i'm i feel like i want to cry right now like because you you have to understand it's like this is a hustle bro like to try and be at the top and dock it out with some of the best you know what i mean like it's been hard bro you know come off losses and bullshit and headspace and fuck like this this is not easy you know and um yeah that shit is priceless because you can't pay for that You know, you, you have to, you have to like earn that shit, you know? And that's, that shit is priceless,
1: mate. Yeah, man. People like people, those even millionaires, billionaires, man. If they haven't gone through the suffering and the pain and the fucking grinding and those late night train, uh, train trips to fucking Enfield, if they haven't done that kind of shit, man, you know?
0: I was thinking about that the other day, mate. People don't understand the traveling. I used to travel two hours, mate, to go to training. Two hours there, two hours back. And people moan about driving 20, 30 minutes to go to the gym. People don't understand that fucking hustle, mate. Like you want that shit, you go get it. I'll go train at one o'clock in the morning. I'll go run hours at 12 o'clock at night. There's always time to do something. If you want it, you go get it. And I've done that. I've done, I've done all that. I understand that fucking that traveling, that struggling, that bruv hitting the trains. Bro, like so annoying. Such tedious shit but i still showed up you know and yeah. i always had something in me i've got way more in me now son
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's very very visible man co-main event bkfc coming up fight week this friday isaac doolittle looking really good honey badger bro was uh you know even though he lost against uh i think it was mike yeah mike richman yeah. there still his stock went up you know
0: right you know, Almost, mate. Of course. Oh, sure tough tough cookie mate he's tough kid so um, I met him, obviously, cause we were supposed to bout, obviously, four weeks ago, five weeks ago. So I met him and that. He's super cool, super humble. You know, we're all about business. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's a tough cookie, mate. You know, he's three and one. He's not an idiot. Mm-hmm. He's coming in and he wants to fight. So that's, you know what I mean? That's it.
1: Have you seen Bloodsport, Jake?
0: Bloodsport, I have, sir.
1: Fuck yeah. So through your last performance, I want to say that you, your higher self gave yourself the katana you you senso tanaka of yourself <laughs> El- elton fucking warriors man south london you know, warriors. brad pickett luke newman you know fucking if you didn't meet mr bowler to get your flight over to miami man like all this kind of shit so
0: you've done some digging boy you've done some digging the way i, I, I look I at
1: this the way i look at this sir is you guys put your life on the line every time you go in there Okay, I'm not going to fucking ask you guys the same questions that the same folks ask you every single time. You know, I really want to, you know, if I ask where did Jake come from, and I, we spent half an hour digging into that, you know, I want I want to hear about how you're doing now and those thoughts after. Obviously, you know, th- we we want to know about your past, but we can, you know, we can kind of dissect that and go along with that. And I think it, uh, you know, it's a little bit more, more um, um, you know, meaningful of your time that that's done yeah. as opposed to filtering through stuff that people can go find for themselves if they truly are uh, wanting to find that information awesome, man, I would it. like to also thank King's Fightwear on behalf of both of us sir as I picked up yesterday I was chatting oh, with. hell, hell yeah
0: their gear is so good mate and they do a bunch of, bunch of stuff like you know, full track suits like hoodies, t-shirts you know, a bunch of, of stuff Yeah, their gear is good man, really cool Good stuff.
1: UC MMA title, Welterweight and Middleweight? Yep. Yeah. Cage yeah. Warriors title, welterweight and middleweight.
0: That no, that was a uh, UC MMA, not Cage Warriors. Cage, was I think okay. I just had the straps at um at UC MMA. At Cage Warriors, um I hit uh a couple co main events and stuff. I had some good fights there though. Well, um <laughs> UFC vet, um, he was like I remember when I was fighting um Simeon Thorenson. And he just got cut from the UFC, he was 17 and four or something, all submissions. And I was like, damn, I could not let this guy take me down. I could not let him sub. And I remember I remember that fight was like my biggest name as technical opponent, come from the UFC and everything. I was like, fuck. And um, yeah, I gave him a great fight. And it's like, I even watch it now and it cringes me up because I'm like, so much better than that.
1: Well, it was it was crazy too, man. Fucking Rich Mitchell was the ref. You had Joe Martinez there announcing, and you look crisp. And then it went, I believe it was twenty nine, twenty nine, and then twenty nine, twenty eight for the rest of your your score there. And yeah. I mean, that was a close fight, man. That that was really fucking good though. And obviously, yeah. senior, but stuff all them takedowns of like
0: twenty second takedowns or stuff, yeah. Like, yeah, and then I had to survive that submission. Yo, he almost had that. I was gripping my shorts when he was trying to go for that kimura. I was holding my shorts for my life, mate. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, man, that's amazing. So you grew up, and you, you, rugby was your main sport, and that's like yeah. football, fighting with a football, like you guys said. Yeah, no. And yeah. Uh, you know, judo. Yeah, always, judo always
0: contact sports, man. I've always just been that, you know, always contact sports. Like I started doing like taekwondo when I was like seven or something and that's kind of how it all you know that's how i started Mm -hmm. taekwondo first thing i think i did or maybe actually gymnastics and then i then i got into taekwondo or something i was young but my dad just tried to get me into doing stuff my legs feel massive, bruv, right now. Well, because of shorts. I know my legs are big when these shorts are tight on my legs. Oh, yeah. No, these never stay it's, up.
1: It's cool to, tr- to see the translation, even with your workouts with uh, Phil. You know, Daru's got you doing explosive shit, your lateral movement, man. Like, that's one thing that I don't see a lot of other athletes doing is, um, you know, for the footwork. For re- so, I, I noticed something with you is that a lot of fellows, when they are fighting, they need to reset and do a um, a stance reset. Um, before they go for their next strike, you can kind of reset on the go in both orthodox and southpaw, which is Big really up,
0: up Moving different angles, feet, feet, lateral, plyometrics, every... Listen, when it comes to fighting, bro, it's all footwork. I was watching UFC last night. Um The dude that was fighting um Jake Weider. Mm. Oh, mm. Mate, all he did was jab and was in and out with his movement, like it was so beautiful, mate, and I enjoyed watching it so much because it was so, so, so technical, so composed, so smart. Just that that footwork, mate, just that little bit in, of that, in range, out of range, and just the little angle changes. At the end of the day, you stay there, and especially in bare knuckle, mate, you stand in front of me and I jab you in the face, I'm going to open you up. The same for myself. So I can't sit in the pocket. I learned that fucking mistake with Lane. It will never happen again. You understand like, Don't sit there. You mm-hmm. have to move. Feet, you've got to use your feet, use your angles, grab the head. Is your moving target and just keep it fucking moving. You can be smooth with it, but my, my smoothness and like my fluidity with the movement with all my plyometric work and all my foot, all the stuff I'm doing with Phil and my boxing is really like congealed together. And it's like the combinations amazing. People don't, the work that I'm doing with Phil, people don't really do. With all the plyometric work, the single foot stuff, lateral stuff like pushing back like all reactions hand eye coordination like bro i'm doing all that shit like all the time weekly you know a few times a week i don't feel
1: that man and like you said people aren't doing that i think they like to post like that's like the if they can do a 10 second commercial of their hardcore workout they'll they'll clip it but what you're doing full
0: there for two hours I'll show you a whole session you check you check Phil the rules YouTube mate and you look at our sessions I'm dogging it out in the gym mate and we're doing that shit for like for a time <laughs> like we're working I'm working now I'm a I can honestly say I'm a fucking athlete and mm-hmm. I'm proud of who and what I'm turning into and my work ethic that I put in Um and even when I compare my work ethic to other people's work ethic mm-hmm. you know I see what I'm doing you yeah. know I, and this. Um. and that's uh, yo, and that, that's a quick that's a, is a quick one actually. I forgot to say this when people um, and, and well, it was gonna say that inspires me when I see my work ethic, right? So it was a funny, uh, not that you've even asked this, but I do get asked this is like what inspires you? Mm. You know, question. I was thinking about this the other day because I can never answer it, mate. I can never ever answer that question, and I honestly sat and thought about it in a weird selfish way. It's like I inspire myself, like my old fat bullshit what i was who um what like i inspire myself when i compare myself to that dude and i'm looking at myself now i'm bro i send so much fuel up my ass you have no idea
1: i uh i was 290 pounds twice in my life and i'm coming down a third time i feel i feel you just on even just that sense of struggling with going up and down and and people saying and that and it is man you know even even yourself baddest motherfucker man you know talking about not feeling good with your shirt off or any of that kind of shit. You know, people don't understand. You may look incredible on the outside, but how you feel here, how you work for yourself there really counts. And coming a long way up a nine-second knockout when you're 16 and then heading back to fucking school to do your shit and where you are now, man. You know, people don't understand. They see it's – and I tell this to, you know, uh, a lot of fighters, and they know this. You know, you're an iceberg. You know, they just see the fucking tip. They don't see the entire miles down of, of all the pain, suffering, and ups and downs, wins and losses, and and all the, you know – Un- unseen limits hours uh, yeah. you
0: know, no one knows and um, understands nothing mate you know people can talk their shit on instagram and oh you're a fucking issue or you're that mate you one you'd never say that to my face and two you're not doing what i'm doing like shut up stay in your lane i'm standing my lane i'm just posting what i'm doing mm-hmm. either you're about it or you're not people just want to talk shit mate but it comes with it you know
1: well, and, and we know that's kind of like the um, that's kind of like the route that um, like it's just kind of the way to be. You know, it's cool to talk shit, apparently, and especially in the sports. Or so many people have um, goldfish brain. You know, you get one loss, or you can make one mistake, or whatever, whatever. I... Makes, <laughs> and that it's all over, man. And they and you know, they relentless. And and the true the true fans and the the people that are involved in combat sports, the athletes, the coaches, uh, the staff behind it. When they see someone like yourself, when they see the growth, whatever the fuck those people say, it doesn't even matter. Cause they, they know what the work is being put in to, to show the growth.
0: Mate, I still have buddies or I still have people that support me now, bruv. Still rooting, still posting, still whatever. They're not even my friends, but I know and they posted pictures and shit from back in my nine second knockout days, brother. Still.
1: Now that is cool. That's what's up, man. They're going hopefully they turn that uh I think it's the hard rock Hollywood in Miami there. Yeah. Hopefully it looks like Southeast London arena, brother. Fucking flag flavoring right. and everything. I've told everyone about flags and as far as
0: I'm aware, everyone's bringing flags. So <laughs> I really hope that everyone brings a bunch of flags. I want that shit to be like a stadium, mate. Yeah. It's going to be always be raw.
1: It's quite interesting to, you know, uh, for growth in the mental state as well. It's kind of like a really solid mushroom trip, eh? Like you kind of come out of the other end of it on just like, Looking at yourself like, wow, like I, I saw how I was. Um, I know I wanted to grow there and I know I wasn't, but you finally get to that stage and it's it's literally like you're a different human yeah. and you're looking at yourself from the outside.
0: Yeah, 100%. I totally agree. That's exactly what it's like.
1: Um, I'm chatting with Isaac on Monday, believe it or not. Are you really? Yeah, I am, sir. Yeah, so I was wondering uh, if you had a message for him whatsoever. I gotta do it if I'm in that position. Yeah,
0: no, I ask no, we like, honestly, for, for Isaac, mate, just yeah, just yeah, just fucking come guns blazing, mate. I just want to put on a show. We're co main event for a reason, you know. It's all business, mate. There's, there's, there's no hate. We just want to both show up and try and bang each other around, mate. Just let's have fun, you know, all of it.
1: Yeah. That's what it's about. All love, brother. All love. That sport that, you know, uh like you said about yesterday, Clay Gwieden's fight, he gave him the gloves. He appreciated his science so well, he wanted to trade gloves with him. Yeah. You know, I I choked up during um Ed Herman and uh Zach Cummings there. Um I don't know if you saw their fight there, and they both retired in the ring? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I did. I did. Yeah, oh, that was very special, man. And to see, you know, Crazy, yeah. he, two decades each, you know, of, of, of hard work, and it ends in that city in an awesome display of of uh, boxing as well. You know, Zach did excellent yesterday. And, yeah. um, you know, he sees his daughter, DC, interviewing, and then Ed, Ed gets interviewed, and they have a moment, yeah. and, and seeing them bow to each other in the center of the ring after a war like that, man, that's that's excellent. one of the best things for the sport, man. Yeah, it's respect,
0: bro. Like, at the end of the day, they are both gone out on their shields to – Fucking know each other, at least we can do is be
1: like, "All right, good job," <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> respect to you coming in, man. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Take
0: will... about the other person. That dude didn't get his fight. He didn't get that show. He didn't get to do that performance. Hmm. So you know, it takes two to tango. So yeah, respect to the person,
1: You said you trained in Tiger Muay Thai when you went to Thailand, correct? Yes. Did you meet a fellow named Adrian Sheed when you were there, sir? He was running the Muay Thai program, um, but he moved to AKA Thailand as well. I wasn't sure if the timelines added up because he just moved to Vancouver, where I'm at right now, and opened up a gym with Patch, the glory kickboxing champion. But he was in Thailand for about 15 years uh, doing some uh, Muay Thai uh, training. Hey, so I'm so bad with
0: names, and that was a minute ago. No but... worries. I know, I was a fucking. Yeah, We'll talk after this and you can send me a like a like a, a name or a picture or whatever. So. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um <laughs> you got your uh, thirty-nine hour tribal tattoo on your arm there and that back tattoo with the bamboo, uh when you were there yeah. too.
0: Yeah, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, man. and I was out on this tribal
1: and that an hour
0: uh I'm having like obviously all of it covered up behind it. We're my was seventeen,
1: you
0: know. <laughs> uh, 34 this year. So yeah, no, nah, yeah done that. seen the tie pieces on the back with the bamboo, crazy. They had three pieces done with bamboo. Mm. So,
1: Is that tapping? Huh? Is that
0: the tapping? With the well, they 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 don't necessarily tap it, but they like they hold it mm. as, and like a I don't know. yeah, just like you're gonna throw something, you just hold it and they like balance it on their thumb and they just like prick it, prick it like in and in and out. Yeah, uh, that's awesome like a pinch it doesn't burn it's just like it's like a pinch it's different because with a tattoo gun yeah it's just a whole nother vibe because there's so many times it's going in and out and they just gun it with that they just push pushing. push in, so every single 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 you got like three or four needles like tied onto the end they wow. dip in and they like push 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 and they like twist it at an angle so like i say it's like four needles in a line so it's like a little line and then they're like Chop it around to like make a circle, you know, like da, 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 da,
1: da. that's old school, hey? Eh? Holy fuck, Jesus! Cool. <laughs> so speaking of UFC, yesterday I want to bring up Max Holloway and his mindset as well. So he lost a bulk three times, but that's not phasing him, man. He comes into every fight with an O and O mindset, and this is this is something I I uh, just heard from Max actually. I never realized this is what he does. You know, m- you know Brian Ortega, world class what he did when they were fighting at one point I don't know if you saw it. he showed Brian how to do guard when he was doing hooks in the middle of their fight um there was there was a time where they were fighting I think it was about round two or three and Max kept piecing him up with his hook and mid-fight he paused his hook and he grabbed Ortega's hands and just pulled him back a bit and he said bro just go back here and you'll be able to block my hook during the fight this so, world-class <laughs> athlete like that. Now, he's he's fought Volkanovski three times, lost to Volkanovski three times. Put on an excellent show against unde- or yeah, 10 and 0 in the UFC Arnold Allen yesterday. Yeah. He's making a statement trying to come back and and again, I think that that O and O mindset, no matter if you're coming off a win or a loss would really just really helps fighters uh moving forward. I I can understand
0: how how he can do that. Uh, I I feel like I can I can see how he does that and why he does that. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I've never really looked at it like that, with that kind of mindset. My whole mindset is different in the last few months. So like I'm, you know, I just kind of understanding a lot of shit right now. But yeah, I kind of understand that aspect of going in there with O and O. So, you know, yeah, you gotta go dog it out, you gotta be smart, you gotta get the dub, but you gotta look good and not let the, you know, the win from before make you like overconfident at the same time you still got to feel like you're fighting for everything
1: it's powerful hey it was very simple and i've never heard anyone say that um up until yesterday i thought that was something very cool
0: yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. like it.
1: um so bkfc man it's honestly um you know the fastest growing combat sports organization on the planet it's the world bruv it's We're
0: awesome controlled street fight everyone wants to see that but right, let's be real, mate.
1: Dude, the crowd is – like, all the OGs, all the heavy guys that really respect the game are in the stands. All the bad motherfuckers are coming over there. You got Perry, Rockhold, Alvarez, Mendez, motherfucking Joe Riggs was on that shit. You got you. We got – like, man, it's, it's, it's massive. Feldman's doing an excellent job. And on top of that, I really like when he talks to you folks prior to the events and, you know, he's hyping you up and he says – he just really appreciates you guys and, um, obviously enticing you to put on a great show for bonuses, et cetera. But, but just how much he knows that without you, without you athletes, um, that, you know, it's, it's just an organization with nothing, you know, you guys are the meat, the bulk of that company. So it's, it's good to see that he audibly, um, puts that out there, especially now, as opposed to just waiting, uh, to give people their flowers. So I think yeah. that's, that's, uh, not done often enough. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I appreciate it. It's true. So, yeah. Miami, you've been there for about 9 years now
0: or 8 years? Um yeah, 9 years. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 9 years. 9
1: years or so. And you met DeRu through American Top Team.
0: Yeah, when I was um yeah, almost like the first coach I trained with when I first was over here. Um yeah, we trained like we had like one session to go. On, and I was like you're cool people. We just, like, kicked it off and we was we was cool, you know? Nice. So, uh, yeah, no, he's... Um, uh, Drew's a man, so I've been working with him ever since. Um, yeah, he's moved facilities a few times within that time. Yeah, a lot's mm. happened in the last, sort of, like, seven, eight years. I say I came over here, like, nine years ago so when I met him. Mm. And then moved here, i say about, yeah, eight years, seven, seven and a half, eight years or something. And then, yeah, I've been working with Phil ever since, so... That's been awesome, man. It's been an amazing journey. I say the change from the UK to the States and then, you know, meeting coaches here and obviously building relationships and building friendships and training partners and just understanding America. It's been a lot, mate. It has been a lot, but I'm getting there.
1: Diving, diving through your history and just because I'm obviously just what I see isn't everything. And, and, you know, no one can truly know your whole story, but just, just from what I've seen, it's obviously just been, um, you know, not on top of the ups and downs, but just, just having to just put yourself out there. You know, I've, I'm oh. around and I know how you feel with the uh, bouncing back and even from London to Miami, to London, to Miami, to London, Miami, a bunch as well. On top of that, um, you know, people don't understand the, the toll it takes on, on, uh, you know, constantly fluctuating training plans, et cetera, and then truly building a base where you're at today.
0: For real, mate, for real. And even being away from home, like, obviously I, I love America. I want to be here and obviously I don't never want to be in London. But for example, like my mom was in, was in hospital for having, um, um, she had cancer in her breast and she was having surgery and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like America, I couldn't fly. It was around the COVID time. I couldn't see my mum. You know, it was around like things like that being across stateside as well, just not being able to be available for like my mom, my dad, I don't really have a big family club, so, but just being able to be there for them, that kind of sucks. You know? So that's just, again, that's how it goes. I have to like, you know, accept, you know, it's just a little selfish and shit sometimes, but it's like, as much as, yeah, they're traveling here and doing all this, it's like, it sucks when my mum or my dad is like, could do with my help right now and I want to get time with my mum or my dad and I can't, you -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. that's something else I have to accept. So it's not just like this, this and this, it's like other shit that being here also affects, you know, so it's always a head thing. It's always, you know, I try to stay in contact. Well, with my with my parents, we talk almost every day anyway. But you know, it's just you no, know, not being available over there, but being here. Just had to sacrifice a lot, do a lot, figure out a lot, lose a lot, do some dumbass shit, do some fucking stupid shit. But now nah, I'm here, mate. You know,
1: away from the ferry and Halton Court, eh? Long fucking way Half east London, the Ferry
0: Estate, kicking around on the fucking street to yeah find it a hard rock now putting on a display for the world yeah mate that's well, where I'm at
1: I really appreciate your story man and that's that's and I'm not just trying to like I'm talking like there's some. it's always a reason and I and you're you're one of the the ones that I really was uh you know happy to to be chatting with because because of the 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 power of your story man um I I know it it sure. will help it will help man. a lot of people And you'll learn a lot more about
0: me in time for sure I got loads of stories. I can't,
1: I, like. I can't wait. Yeah, definitely won't be the first chat or last that's, chat, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> for sure, son.
1: Man, so your dad's a motherfucking badass, bro. Hopping the fence that's with you? Pulling up on
0: Wednesday, mate. My dad's here Wednesday, bro.
1: Oh, that's going to feel good, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <sighs> that's good. That's good, bro. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> all good. Five weeks, water loading, chilling. Yeah, a little bit of training, a little bit of sweating.
1: Guava cheese, cheese pastry every now and then? Sorry? Guava cheese pastry every now and then? Guava cheese pastry? Oh, mate, I love love that right now.
0: <laughs> no carbs, no,
1: no bullshit. <laughs> Were you 16 when you double-leg takedown the guy that broke his spine? Were you 16 when that happened?
0: No, when i done that, I was... I think I was 18 or 19 when I broke his back. I was 16 when I knocked out Tory Gro- Tory Grohman. He was 24. He was six foot four. He was so tall. I was only a kid, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mate. Yeah, funny. I was at school, mate. I went to school the next day. What Video on your <laughs> phone, eh? Showing the boys? Yeah, people on my phone. Like, boys, look, look someone out on the weekend. <laughs> Fucking metal,
1: mate. Crazy. So through uh, American Top Team, you ended up meeting Hector Lumber.
0: Uh Yeah, I actually... So, Hector Lombard was Pally, was friends with uh, like Brad Pickett and Bola. And obviously, I trained with Bola and Brad and all them guys, Jason Young. And then, um, yeah, Bola, Bola and that was like, Jay, you know, you want to level up, you got to go to the States, you got to wrestle, and get out of there with the boys. Like, it's different, it's different. And I was like, man, I'd love that, you know, just need to help sort of thing. And the boys helped me, like Bola and that helped me. And when we flew over, Hector was already in London. So, actually, when I flew over, I flew over with Hector it was the first time I met him and I was, I was kind of starstruck by him, you know, I was like, oh us take the Lombard pretty cool. <laughs> and then we flew over and whatever and then, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, straight away, he was like the first sort of fire I knew from that, from that team. Um, yeah, yeah that was it was crazy nine years ago and now like, we spar and bang each other like crazy still.
1: That's awesome, man.
0: Cool <laughs> people, man. Crazy. Everyone knows he's crazy but, I love he's crazy. Hector's a really good people, man. He's got a big heart. He's a really nice, he's a, he's a sound dude, mate. I really like Hector Lombard.
1: Good Very people. nice, man. Very nice. My coach, I'm Kieran like... Kettle. Oh, Kieran Kettle, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, Kieran Kettle. Um, yeah, contacted me when he saw you were going to be on and uh, going to be chatting with him as well in the future there. Um, oh, how yeah, much... he's over there with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's in uh, Alberta, I believe.
0: Yeah, he moved over to Canada. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. it's like, he's my coach and then, me, like, I moved to America and then he and then he moved to Canada, and it worked out that me and him are the uh, the closest together away from everyone. But <laughs> 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 like, you know, over here, so it's like we're still closer than anyone from the UK. So, it's kind
1: of funny how that works, and I even found it hilarious that uh, Kings contacted uh, you know, I got in contact with them and and also you know, chat, chatting with uh, uh, Kettle, and uh, it's kind of just like this full circle thing that's kind of just presented itself um within awesome. the
0: <laughs> uh good for you man i appreciate your hustle i appreciate your research and like you're doing your digging like i appreciate you know you yeah you you seem to know uh, you know more about me than most so i appreciate like, that
1: of course brother like i said i think it's a disrespect to, to combat sports journalism the sport itself and the athlete if people aren't doing their due due diligence uh prior to speaking with you guys because i know Again, like I said, how much you guys put on the line—you um, know, not only just your life, but um, more than just what we see on the surface. Like you said, not being able to see your parents—you know, these things that we don't even think of. We always just associate you with athletic problems. We, yeah. we really, honestly, even as a, uh, a fight fan, you know. Um, so digging into you and uh, and you know, getting to know that—it's it's awesome. So awesome!
0: I appreciate that. Of course, oh, no.
1: of course, no awesome. problem. Uh, I know you got another interview coming up. I don't want to take too much more of your time.
0: Yeah, no worries, brother. But we'll catch up again soon. I say we'll get this fight out of the way, mate, and we'll get back on and talk about it on air again. But, um, yeah, enjoy the show. And what's going to be, is going to be, mate. Just have fun watching.
1: Oh, fuck. Have fun in there, brother.
0: Canadians. I love Canada, mate. I love it over there. Canadians are so cool people. Thanks, Apart buddy.
1: Canadian Boy, I I. The sport, again, like... This is kind of um, you know, why I'm doing this is that when I talk about combat sports, you know, not too many people are really following it line to line up here. And if they are, they're kind of base level fans and they're not getting the exposure. Because this work isn't being done I find up here. You know, it's yeah. championship fight and that's an NCC. See and that's it, no one's digging,
0: no one's looking, no one's nothing. They just see what they see and that's it. And the stories like yours
1: truly have power to change lives. They really do when told properly. They they truly do I- it. Of course, dude. Really of course, man. I really uh, really appreciate this, bro. Good luck in there and uh yeah, we'll talk real soon, bro. Thank you so much, appreciate you, have a blessed day. Jake Brutal Bostwick, hey. everyone. Yeah. Appreciate That's you, brother. Good. We'll talk real soon. Take care, mate, all the best. Much love, bro. Thank Bye-bye.
0: You. It's priceless! And I for this shit, mate! And it feels so good. And it's so nice for it to pay off. So